It's just me and Nick on the farm this weekend, so I'm taking some ingredients we have on hand and making a casual lunch that won't break the bank. Chicken on a stick? <laughs> some delicious yogurt marinated chicken skewers, my smashed cucumber salad with mint, harissa braised chickpeas with feta and grilled lemon, for a sweet treat, some peanut butter crispy rice squares, and I'm blending up some thick and creamy tahini milkshakes. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. One ingredient that I always have on hand is plain yogurt. It totally transforms chicken. And my yogurt marinated chicken skewers are tender and tangy, and they've got a warm, well-balanced flavor thanks to my spice blend. To get started on my marinade, I'll get a cup and a half of my yogurt, and I'm using plain, regular yogurt. And I love yogurt for marinating chicken because it's got just the right amount of acidity that it'll tenderize my chicken, but it's not so acidic that I have to worry about it getting rubbery. Next, I'm gonna chop up half a purple onion and I'm gonna save the other half of it for threading onto my skewers. I particularly love the colors in this marinade. There's bright purple from the onion, the yellow lemon, and the green mint. Okay, I'll just toss this into my marinade, and that's gonna add so much flavor to the chicken. Next, I'll chop up some garlic, and I'm just adding more and more flavor to this marinade. And now some fresh mint, which is such a nice complement to the yogurt. I just love that mint flavor. A squeeze of lemon will add just the right amount of sourness, and I'm gonna save half of it to squeeze over the chicken after they're done cooking. Now I'm gonna add a tablespoon of sugar, which will balance out the flavors. A Little bit of sweetness goes a long way. A tablespoon of salt, which might seem like a lot of salt, but believe me, when you taste this chicken, it'll all make sense. A bunch of turns of pepper. And now I'm gonna add one of my favorite spice blends, Ras El Hanout, which is a Moroccan spice blend that's cardamom, cumin, cinnamon, paprika, nutmeg, black pepper, cayenne, coriander, allspice, cloves, and turmeric. I'm adding a tablespoon of this nice warm spice blend, and it also goes well on other meats, in soups and stews, and in sauces. Now I'm gonna add harissa, which is a pepper paste that's slightly smoky and not too hot. If you can't find it, just sub in crushed red pepper or smoked paprika. And lastly, I'm gonna add a quarter cup of olive oil just to add more fatty goodness. Mmm, okay, I'll stir it around. All of these smells together are so good. My mom was the one who introduced me to Ras Al Hanout. She has every spice known to man. It's like my desert island ingredient. My marinade is smooth and combined. Now I've just gotta add my chicken. I'm using chicken breast here that's been chopped into one to two inch cubes, and that's gonna make it a perfect size for threading onto my skewers. I'll fold in my chicken to get it evenly coated in the marinade, and then I'll cover it and refrigerate it for at least three hours, at which point I'll skewer it and grill it up. My smashed cucumber salad with mint is the perfect refreshing side for a hearty meal. It's crisp, it's zingy, and oh so fresh. I'm gonna start with my favorite step. I'm gonna smash some Persian cucumbers. This is a method that helps tenderize the cucumbers, it makes it juicy, and it also allows them to soak up flavors even better. 
and it was at Chinese restaurants where I was first introduced to smashed cucumber salads. But today I'm going in a Middle Eastern direction and using one of my favorite spices, za'atar, to flavor this salad. And all I'm doing is smashing them with a heavy blunt object. I'm breaking the skin and getting their juices to start flowing. And this is gonna make them nice and tender. Now I'll take them out of the bag, then chop them up. If you can't find Persian cucumbers, I would use an English cucumber in this. I love the crisp texture of those. These cucumbers have released a lot of juices now and I don't want my salad to be too juicy. So I'm gonna place these into a colander set over a bowl and I'll season them with salt to draw out the moisture and I'll let them sit in this colander and while these sit, I'm gonna chop up an onion and some radishes. And these radishes will add a nice peppery bite and mint. I love cucumber and mint. It's so refreshing. Mint is one of my favorite herbs. I cannot get enough of it. Now the cucumbers have had some time to sit and drain. I'll pour out the juices from the bowl. Use the same bowl to toss together my salad. And now I'm gonna add my onions, radishes, and mint. I'll squeeze some lemon juice all over for brightness. And the acidity from the lemon juice will also mellow out the onions. Next, I'll add a drizzle of olive oil for a touch of richness. I'll season it with salt and pepper. And next, I'm gonna add one of my favorite spice mixes, za'atar. Za'atar is a Middle Eastern spice mix which is made of dried thyme, which gives it an earthy note, sumac, which is lemony, and sesame seeds, which add great nuttiness. And I love this over cucumbers. I'm gonna taste this to check the seasoning. Mmm, mmm. That just bursts with zingy flavor. This is gonna be perfect with my skewers. I always have a can of chickpeas on hand, and my harissa braised chickpeas are an awesome way to jazz them up. They're smoky, nourishing, and packed with flavor. I've got two cans of chickpeas, and I'm draining them and giving them a rinse. And now I'll get some olive oil heating in my pan. I'll chop an onion and I'll get this cooking with a pinch of salt. I'll cook these for about five to seven minutes until they're soft and translucent. I'll add some salt. While this cooks, I'll chop my garlic. Chickpeas are such a great canvas for flavor. You could add any sort of spices or flavorings and they just soak them right up. They're really easy to eat. Now I'll add my garlic along with some harissa paste and anchovy paste. Harissa is a Moroccan pepper paste that's slightly smoky and not too hot. I'm gonna add a tablespoon of this. The smokiness goes really nicely with the nuttiness of the chickpeas, and Harissa typically has cumin and coriander, which are two flavors that I live for. And next, I'm gonna add a little bit of anchovy paste, which is gonna deliver this salty flavor that has tons of dimension. A little bit goes a long way. I'll stir this around and cook it for a minute or two. Mmm. Wow, I can smell all of those flavors, and they're just gonna continue to get better as this cooks. Next, I'm gonna add some dry white wine, which will add some subtle acidity. And when you're cooking with wine, always choose something that you would actually drink. In general, don't choose a bad wine. I'm gonna let it reduce by half, and that'll just make the flavor more concentrated. And now I'll add my chickpeas with some olive oil, thyme, salt, and pepper, and I'm gonna let it braise until it's soft and good. I'm adding kind of a lot of olive oil, half a cup, but that will help these chickpeas cook and soften. 
I'll add a few sprigs of fresh thyme that'll add nice earthiness. And I'm gonna throw the entire sprigs in here and then we'll fish the stems out when it's finished. And some salt and fresh black pepper. Oop. I'll stir this around. And now I'm gonna cover them and let them braise for 30 to 40 minutes until the chickpeas are soft and they've soaked up all that delicious flavor. The chickpeas are almost done braising. They are smelling incredible. And now I'm gonna grill a lemon to squeeze over them. Grilling a lemon makes it deeper and smokier in flavor and it also makes it look pretty. So I'm gonna place these two halves face down onto a dry hot skillet. And I'll just let them cook until they develop char marks all the way around the edges. And while these char, I'm gonna fish out my thyme sprigs and transfer the chickpeas to a serving bowl. I can smell that harissa. I can also smell that wine. The chickpeas have soaked up all of this flavor and they've softened slightly, but they're not mushy, which is nice. I love topping these with some crumbled feta for a salty snap. I think these are gonna be the best chickpeas that Nick has ever had. Ooh, this looks good. You can see it's nice and caramelized all over. That's gonna add such deep, delicious flavor. I'll squeeze half of the lemon over the chickpeas and then serve the other half on the side. I'll give it some fresh black pepper. And now lastly, I'll chop up some herbs to sprinkle over the top. Blood great freshness and color. And I'm using parsley, cilantro, and mint, but any of those will work. Hmm, these herbs smell nice. Okay. I'll just sprinkle these over the top and then I'll be ready to serve. Aren't those pretty? I'm just gonna take a taste. Mmm. There is just so much flavor in these chickpeas. They're smoky, there's a little heat, they're sour, they're salty. Mmm. I love these. Maybe I should just have these all myself. My peanut butter crispy rice squares are an easy no-bake treat that everyone loves. They're chewy and peanut buttery and so much fun, they'll bring out your inner kid. This is a one-pot wonder. I'm gonna start by melting six tablespoons of butter in a great big pot. Next, I'll add my marshmallows. Mm. So much fun. And I'm using the mini marshmallows because they melt a lot faster, but the big marshmallows will also work. I'm also adding some salt to balance out all of the sweetness that's going in here. And I'll stir it with my rubber spatula, and I'm gonna spray it with some cooking spray so that the marshmallows don't stick. Just makes the whole process a little bit cleaner. I'll give this a stir so that it melts evenly. Mmm, smells so good. While the butter and marshmallow melt, I'm gonna crush up some graham crackers to get tossed into the mixture. I love adding graham crackers because they add extra crunch. Dump them right in, and then I'll just take out all my anger and crush these up. I'm gonna check on my marshmallow mixture, which is looking shiny and glossy and smooth and melted. I'll remove it from heat. And now I'm gonna add some vanilla extract to punch up that vanilla flavor in the marshmallow. And then I'm gonna dollop some peanut butter in here, which is gonna add nuttiness and richness. I'm adding six tablespoons of peanut butter. And when I stir it in, I don't wanna add it completely because I want it to still be swirly. Peanut butter and marshmallow is just a classic combination. All right, I'm ready for my dry ingredients. I'm first gonna add my crispy rice. 
six and a half cups. My graham crackers for even more crunch. Chocolate chips. I'm using milk chocolate because it just adds to the nostalgic quality of these. And these are gonna melt a little bit when they hit the warm marshmallow, so there will be some swirlies throughout. Yum. And sprinkles, because why not? Just a quarter cup will do. But I'm gonna save some to put on top too. I'll stir these in. Make sure everything gets coated in that marshmallowy goodness. It's getting thick and sticky. It's looking and smelling great. The chocolate chips are starting to melt a little bit and the mixture is already starting to cool. So I'm gonna get it into my pan quickly. I've got a pan lined with parchment so it doesn't stick. And I'm gonna pour all of this mixture and pack it really tightly into this pan. The most important number one rule of crispy rice treat making is that they have to be firmly packed to achieve ultimate chewiness. So the best way to achieve a well-packed square is to use your hands. And I place a piece of parchment on the top so that my hands don't get too sticky. And just press them firmly into the pan. You can almost do push-ups on them. This is one nicely packed crispy rice treat. It's only missing one thing, you guessed it. More sprinkles. Ta-da! Yay, these are gonna set for an hour and then I'll cut them into squares. My chicken has been marinating and now I'm ready to put it on a stick. I'm gonna add a chopped bell pepper and the rest of my red onion to make it look pretty and because it tastes good on those skewers. I have some wooden skewers that have been soaking in water and that'll prevent them from burning on the grill. And now I'll add alternating pieces of chicken, pepper, and onion onto my skewers and it's gonna be so colorful. Now as I'm pulling the chicken out of the marinade, if it has any big chunks of onion or garlic left on it, I kinda wanna brush those off because I don't want those to burn once they get on the grill. Food on sticks is always more fun to eat than food not on sticks. And when I'm done skewering these, I'll stick them on the grill and cook them until they're browned all over. You can cook them on an outdoor grill or an indoor grill or even in the oven. I'm gonna add some olive oil. And now I'm gonna grill these on all sides for a few minutes until they're cooked through and have some nice char marks all over. These are looking beautiful. The char marks are gonna add really nice flavor and they look great. I'll sprinkle these with some salt and pepper. And hit them with a squeeze of lemon for some brightness and these are ready to serve. My treats have set and I'm ready to cut. Ah, look at those clean straight edges. And now I'm gonna score them with this fancy contraption so that I can get uniform cuts. It's basically five pizza cutters put together. I got it on the internet. Okay, and then the other way. Perfect every time. And now I'm gonna cut them into squares. Ah, that was so satisfying. Oh, this is a nice one. Vic's gonna love these. Sometimes one treat just isn't enough. My tahini milkshakes are rich and creamy like a milkshake should be, and they've got a nutty twist from the tahini. These are essentially a great vanilla milkshake with sesame paste mixed in. I'll add a cup of vanilla ice cream to my blender. Next, I'll add six tablespoons of whole milk to make it creamy, a quarter cup of tahini, a splash of vanilla, 
And anytime I use tahini in sweets, I like to add a pinch of cinnamon. It complements the tahini flavor really nicely, bringing out its warmth and nuttiness. And next, I'll blend it up. And I'll blend it really quickly so that it doesn't get too soupy. That's it. All right, I'm gonna put it in my cutest glasses. Oh, look at how thick and creamy that is. That's perfect. I'm gonna add a drizzle of chocolate syrup because chocolate's good. And I'm gonna crush up some chocolate cookies to add to the top. <laughs> now it must have a dollop of fluffy whipped cream, a few more cookies on top, and obviously sprinkles. And two cookie straws. How cute are these? They're gonna go great with my peanut butter crispy rice treats. What's for lunch, Molly? These are harissa braised chickpeas on a bed of yogurt. These have been cooked with harissa and lemon and some white wine and anchovy paste. And they're covered with feta and herbs. Looks delicious. And this is a smashed cucumber salad with za'atar. Thank you. Chicken on a stick? <laughs> and that's tahini sauce for them. They'll be really good with that. So just like drizzle it right on over. Wow, that was a great drizzle. Are you a food stylist? Love tahini in a lunch. This is delicious. This is a tahini milkshake. This looks awesome. It is so rich. This isn't the only dessert. What? Because <laughs> I've just been... Okay, well, if you want to save this for your afternoon snack or have one now and one later, that's okay, too. Oh my These are God. peanut what? butter rice crispy squares. Did you have... empty your sprinkle collection? <laughs> no, not even close. You have enough to take out to the other farmers. We'll see. I have enough for me, for sure. 